can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 66 of The Menovation. We're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are coming in hot. Actually, it's actually kind of cold. My feet are getting cold. (laughs) The basement is getting cold. The the freezing cold basement is here. Uh, I actually tried to... So so if you have, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see our pretty new blue wall that is in the process of being built. Because there's a window behind it, I actually put uh, a blanket or two mm-hmm. over it to hopefully keep this room a little warmer. warmer. A little toasty. Yeah. Just a little toasty. It's probably not doing a damn thing, but <laughs> it's probably going to like have moisture and create mold and everything. Like, oh, oh that's always great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> great for the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to die black mold. <laughs> I definitely killed like four spiders taking it down and messing with it last night. I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, episode 66, Manovation, coming yeah, in. Yeah. So what we're talking about, uh, we're talking about the new year. So last episode 65, we did kind of a reflection of the past year and the, and the episodes and the show. Uh, this episode, we are going to talk about like New Year's resolutions. Do you do them? Are they stupid? How do you make them happen? Do we do any of that? Uh, what do we want for the new year? What is like kind of maybe some vision or all that kind of stuff? All the stuff you talk about in the new year, right? All the standard stuff that we always do. So anyways, we're diving in. Um, we'll start off with uh, New Year's resolutions. Does anybody here do them? I used to and I stopped doing them. Yeah, why? Because I'll get through like three months and... Three months is pretty good. It. That's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's people get through like yeah. weeks. Yeah, like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's good to have goals, I think, right? And so, like, we we do that. Um, I like what we do at church with uh, Vision Sunday mm. where we actually write it down. You, and should, then, you should explain that for context. For people. Um, well, I mean, so we do... Towards the end of the year, we do Shredder Sunday where you write down all the crap that you want to... Just get rid of. Mm. Um, very we, lethargic. Yeah. Very, yeah. It's, good. it's uh, It gives you uh, introspective. Cathartic? Cathartic, right? Cathartic. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever big word I'm trying to use. But yeah, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> so it gives you an opportunity to, to, to like take inventory of stuff in your life mm-hmm. that you, that, that's holding you back. And yep. you write it down and you take it up and you actually shred it. Yeah. Um, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, but then the following week we have Vision Sunday where you write down stuff that you want happen to you this this coming year. Yeah. Uh, not just you, your family, whatever, whatever in your life that you are looking forward to. Mm. Um, and so that's been that's been really cool. Yeah. I still need to go back and look at last year's vision uh, uh, thing. Is there any carryover? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Shredder and Vision Sunday. Uh, okay, so for me, uh, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Like, I have, like, but you don't, you don't do them, yeah. right? Like, and I heard, I actually heard a really good quote. I don't really know if this is the original. I think it was on Alex Klot Insta- Alex Klot's Instagram for Vival. Is it Vival? Is that Vival. how you say it? Is that you say it? Well, he, yeah, that's his company. Yeah, but is that how you say it, Vival? Yeah. Um, anyways, someone was saying that you never rise to the level of your goals. You rise to the level of your mindsets and habits. Mm-hmm. And I was, I've been thinking about that for the last couple of weeks. I'm like, that is so true. That's a great uh, yeah. 
podcast as well. I, yeah, his, I think his podcast is really Daniel. Cool. How do you say his last name? Who? Wait, Wiggum. Oh, Wilgen Bush. Wilgen Bush. I think he said it. Yeah. I don't know if that he was quoting somebody, but anyways. Um, but that statement is so true because like we write down goals, even pathfinders. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not trackable, you know, you can't really see your path and you can't rise to anything. But like I know for my wife and I, especially because like coming to the end of the year, thinking about the next year, thinking about our vision and all this kind of stuff. Like we have all these goals and I'm like, you rise to virtually none of them. Because that's not where your mindset is. That's not yep. where your habits are at. You know, you're not doing, you're obsessed. Um, uh, Alex Hermosi on YouTube is actually really good. He talks about this is, um, you know, losers are obsessed with goals. Winners are obsessed with the steps to achieve the goals. Yes. Right. Because we have like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to do this. But we don't ever do Those the things. micro goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never, you never do the things to, um, to get there. Yeah, it says like, the goal of winners is to commit to the activities. The goal of losers is to commit to the goal. Yes. That's his quote. Mm. Um, and, and I was, because I've been thinking about this a lot and I'm like, why? Because that's basically what news resolutions are or their goals, right? And again, I'm not saying that goals are bad, right? I almost feel like it's becoming a taboo word nowadays. Um, but it's, I was going into this new year thinking about, you know, the show and our life and all that kind of stuff. And everybody's like, oh, I'm going to start in the new year. So the last couple of weeks, I'm like, no, I'm going to start it now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing the things now. I'm not going to wait to the new year um, and just keep, you know, keep going. So, uh, so anyways, so I don't do New Year's resolutions. Um, I do, I guess I wouldn't say I don't do goals, but um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, I'm not good at just doing goals. Like that, right. that's great. Have the goals, but like, how do you obtain the goals? How do you achieve what are the, the goals? steps to get to it? Exactly. It's like soccer has goals. How do you get to it? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> like if you're like if you really break it down, mm-hmm. they, they have like legit goals, and it's not like oh yeah, we just go to them. Like they're mm-hmm. like no, you have a whole team. Right. You have you have some strategy of how you're gonna even get to the goal. Right. And that goal then it helps get to a victory, mm-hmm. depending on how many goals you hit. Right. Right. So it's like even even then, it's like a goal is never really the simple thing. It, it's it's always right. steps to get to it. And so for me, I feel like with New Year's resolutions, yeah, I feel like yeah, I don't I don't do them, nor do I like write them down anymore. Hmm. But like growing up, that was always the thing. Like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? And yeah, I yeah. felt like half the time I'd have to give some crappy answer to something and be like, oh yeah, yeah like I'm gonna do this. And like, cause I know I'm going to achieve it. <laughs> like, cause I think it's one of those things where I feel like it's kind of stupid where like, okay, where are the goals for the new year? Oh yeah. This upcoming year, I'm going to stop. Like, like I'm going to start going to the gym or like, I'm going to eat more healthy. Like yada, 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 curse less, drink less, whatever. And, but it's always, it's funny. It's like, oh yeah, next year. Mm-hmm. So until that was kind of my January thought. I'm like, 1st, why am I waiting until next year? Let's right. just do the until, thing. Until yes. January yeah. 1st, it's almost like giving you free license to continue whatever bad behavior mm-hmm. that, you're, yeah. <laughs> that you're indulging in and then be like on the first year, all right, let's try to wipe the slate clean. Yeah. New year, new me. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. that whole thing. And I, what I've always realized is that either you start that and you're like, you try to go cold turkey with whatever it is you're, sure. you're doing or you try to, all right, gonna go and either it's so hard because there wasn't really a plan of action Mm. of how to really 
attack what you were trying to do. So you either go in all the way, you kind of get burnt out immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> with like, oh, that was actually really hard, but at least I started it. And then the next time it comes around, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to sleep or, you know mm-hmm. what? Oh, you know, I think I'm going to go to that fast food place. <laughs> and like whatever it is, you go back into it or you say a bunch of stuff and you're like, oh yeah, next year I'm going to start it. And then because you're continuing to do everything until that start point, it ends up actually just rolling over into the starting point. So then yeah. you've already kind of just started the year off exactly how you ended the year. Yeah. <laughs> just doing the same thing that you've always done. And just mm-hmm. being like, well, all right, I guess maybe next year will be the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the time yeah, to change I would say, it. especially I'd... since uh, Pathfinders for me, one of the things— I was things, just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. Is um, becoming obsessed with starting. Yeah. And starting over. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where like, like you were saying, is like we get to this point where we're like, oh, I'm going to do these goals, I'm going to do these things doesn't happen and you stop doing it instead of like nope try it again try it again mm-hmm. try it again try it again and it's like each time having a better plan yeah what are my micro goals what are my small mm-hmm. attainable steps to getting there obviously i'm still not very good at this but um i think about like trying to get up early mm-hmm. like you know you go through the and i i realize how little discipline i have <laughs> as a human when i want to do these things um but i'm like okay the quote, I, I'm always laying there. There's two things I think about. Is, I think, I may have been Dave Ramsey. Um, and again, I don't know if he originally said this, but he was like, to live the life no one else has, you have to live like no one else does. Yeah. And then that can mm-hmm. obviously be changed to however things. And I always think about that as I'm laying there. And it's like, if I want to live the life no one else has, and I have to do the thing no one else will do. Get up early, work, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, uh, and the other thing I think about is my, I had my boss made me read this book. I think it was called, it's, I think it's called The Five Second Rule, something like that. But it's talking about uh, how you have five seconds to make a decision. Mm. And then you start to overthink, second guess, not do it, like get up. Right? When your alarm goes off, you get up. Right. You don't think about it because you think about it. You lay there mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, five more wait. minutes. Five more minutes. Yeah, yeah or 15 right. or whatever. Oversleep. Um, <laughs> or you oversleep, whatever. It's like, no. As soon as you need to do something, like you got five seconds to make a decision. It was actually a really powerful book. Um, talking about, honestly, even like she was even talking about sleep cycles and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I think about that a lot. And I'm like, if I want to live the life no one else has and I have to do the things no one else does, right? If I want to have the marriage that no one else has, mm-hmm. then I have to do, like, I got to take my wife on dates. I got to pursue her. I got to do all these things. Like, the kids, like... And we get so stuck and we get so stuck in this like, wow. Then we bitch and complain, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the whole thing is like, everybody wants to be a millionaire, but no one wants to do the work of being a millionaire. Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you have the goals and you have yeah. like the things that you want to do, but then it's like, okay, creating the steps to get to it. But then also like, it's it's one of those things where if you're trying to dream big, which I feel like as you get older, becomes harder to do if you're not in the right place and it's like okay then you you start dreaming for what can kind of be semi-attainable and but Mm -hmm. like it's also like one of those things where like if you want to be different it requires you to do different things like you were saying and how hard that can be when like you're almost like a record and your groove is just set in Mm. so deep of like well you've been doing the same thing your entire life to try to draw off the path and do something different. It's a, that's it's, a that's a great analogy. It's thing. so mm-hmm. like 
crazy almost in a way where like, okay, you want new and different results, but you're doing the same thing. And it's like, oh, like I want to do this. I want to start this business or I want to tackle something that I always wanted to do. And it's like, but oh, I don't have time. I have work and mm-hmm. all this thing, yada, yada. But then I'm like, because I've caught myself being like, I want to do all these different things. But I'm like, I feel like I just don't have that time. But if I was really being honest with myself, if I was to really look at That's the my life and really look mm-hmm. at what I'm doing, like, I mean, yes, I have work. Yes, I'm going to church. I'm doing all these different things. But if I was to break down the decompression time and even like just like casual stuff, how much time am I sitting in front of the couch watching TV? Mm-hmm. Probably a lot. How many times am I just on my phone scrolling yeah. and random, just doing mm-hmm. nothing? All that time, whatever, whether it be how little or how long, could I devote that to something else? And maybe that can help me move one step further to what I want to do. Yeah. That's different. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's only like it's just, like those little things. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to do this. And I was like, well, what's the stuff that's not helping you do anything <laughs> that you can probably reduce and replace that with something that would be beneficial that helps build the foundation, the building blocks. And I'm still, I'm preaching to the choir right now because I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like really good. As I'm watching <laughs> whatever show I'm watching yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, on TV and being like. I could be doing something. Yeah. Else. Well, it's just yeah. amazing. What were you going to say? Uh, well, I was going to say, you brought up Alex Klott. He does a really good job uh, going through that in Pathfinders about setting your goal, but then breaking your goal down into its components. And then what activities do you need to do in order to meet those components of your goal? Yeah. And that's that's really, I think that's very useful uh, rather than d- doing like a, grandiose New York resolution, I mean, New Year's resolution that you're yeah. just not going to be able to attain. Yeah, you're not going to do anyways. Atomic Habits is a really good book that talks about that as well. Yeah, I've heard a lot. Of, I've always heard that book is being recommended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing I I, I think a lot about. Uh, I didn't realize how much I like quotes until this moment. And I think <laughs> it's because they stand out in my mind, yeah. right? So forgive me, everybody who doesn't like quotes. Um, uh, Jocko Willink. Oh, he's yes. just like... I love that guy. Uh, you know, I don't need to explain who he is. Everybody knows who he is. Um, if you don't look him up, but he was just, he's just simply like, how do you do something? He's like, you just do it. <laughs> you just do it. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, how do you get up at four thirty and five? He's like, you just do it. You just do it. Like, what do you really want in life? And that's really what, you know, what you're talking about is what I think about is, um, if I really wanted that, then I would do at least some of the yeah. things in, in order to obtain that. But we don't. And I will never forget what Eric Contreras said to me or said to us um, when we were interviewing him, when he was talking about, he was talking about when he talks to Elijah, when Elijah spends money on designer clothes and all those kind of things. Mm. And he's like, you are fulfilling someone else's dream instead of your own. Oh, come on. Yep. And I will never mm-hmm. forget that. I was like, it like hit me like a ton of bricks. And I had so much conviction and shame and guilt. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but it's the same thing when we scroll on our cell phones, when we're on social media or when uh, when we're devoting so, because I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with decompressing. I love TV shows, all that kind of stuff. But when it's, we're constantly filling our time with that, we're fulfilling someone else's dream. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Instagram reels, uh, TV shows, like, and again, I'm the first one to do those things, but I constantly think about, I'm fulfilling someone else's dream instead of my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will, I was like, when he said that, I was just like, <laughs> 
think about all the stuff you spend money on. Everything else, every single thing you spend money on. Like if you, yes, obviously you go get a bite to eat, you go buy some clothes. Like I understand all that. But I'm like, if you really get serious about it, and that's what I love about Eric because he's so extreme about certain things. I'm like, am I fulfilling someone else's dream? Am mm-hmm. I fulfilling Wendy's dream when I go get <laughs> chicken nuggets and a fry? All right. Fulfilling Burger King's dream every time I get a bacon king <laughs> <laughs> meal on the drive. Well, it's like probably like yeah, I understand it's commerce and you're exchanging. I'm having all it these my things, way but... though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I'm filling my dream. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like <laughs> I just, the older I get, I think about that, and I'm like, instead of yeah, I don't know, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. I got super convicted when he said that. I was like, I was like why weren't you my dad? <laughs> In the last episode, I talked about one of my favorite creatives, Donald Glover. And again, I'm bringing him up Any again. Any relation to Danny Glover? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's funny, he gets that a lot oh, back in the early <laughs> days. I'm like, oh yeah, people think I'm Danny's Danny Glover's son. son. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used it in college though, to be like, do you know who I am? That's Just thinking away with certain stuff. But he was talking very like- What's uh, his art name? Is it Great Gambino? Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Oh, Childish Gambino. And yeah. like, I think it was like almost 10 years ago, he was doing this interview about, because he- is a multifaceted. Does so many. Well, he was on th- that show Community. I yeah. love that show. Yeah, yeah. Him and Amazing. the him and the is it Indian guy, Pakistani guy. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were hilarious. They oh were yeah. So good. I mean, best part of the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but like he does so much. Like he like acts, he sings, he raps, mm-hmm. he directs, he writes. He did stand up comedy. Like he did. Oh wow. All yeah. these things he wrote for Thirty Rock. Like, yeah. Like. Wow. A bunch Copless of guy, yeah. dude. I'm like, how do you sleep? Like, mm-hmm. how do you st- like? It's constantly writing shows for different networks, Amazon, FX, whole bunch of different things. But he was talking about, and then creates great music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was talking about how like people would come up and be like, oh yeah, like I want to um, create music, but I just don't know really how to or really how to get into it and. Mm. How to like? I don't really have like a producer. I don't really have like a great decent mic, or um, he's just like, oh, I don't really have like a lot of the time. And he's just like, a lot of he just broke it down. It was like, really, what that is is like, you just don't want to do it. (laughs) That's Mm. honestly, that's pretty simple. Is you really don't want to do it because otherwise you would go and you'd figure out, figure it out, or like, oh, I want to be a. like a director and I want to make movies, but you know, I don't have like this like big fancy like camera. It's just like, well then you really don't want to, especially when there's so <laughs> many stories of people just like filming it on whatever they could yeah. doing yeah. it at their house yeah, or like, like music. They're like, I was in a closet. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like, you just don't, he's like, then you just don't really want to do it. That's fine. But like, that's just don't what it is. Yourself. And he was like, if I had a phone, when I was like nine, oh, I know, right? I'd be making movies like, <laughs> like mm. I would have made every single idea that would have came into my head. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if I had what people are growing up with now. Wow. And I, like obviously he's doing that now, yeah. but like he's just like yeah, I would have like if I would have had that, every single idea I would have yeah. filmed. Yeah, everything. Well, so <laughs> true. Uh, you know, Casey Neistat is. Yeah, he's big old. He was a like he basically like revolutionized the vlog space on YouTube. Anyways, mm. um, his story's like that. He was like, I. He's like, I actually encourage everybody to work a crappy job, so you sit there when you're working and you think about what you really want to do, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, he sold everything, moved to New York. He was the kind of thing that lived, slept on people's floors, did whatever he could. 
scrape together money to make TV shows, like all this kind of stuff, edited on crappy computers, like all these things to achieve his dream. And I think like what you said, so is like, we are not honest with ourselves. We would mm-hmm. rather be lazy. We become so lazy, so complacent, whatever, um, that yet we are not willing to put in the work. I mean, this whole episode is so convicting to me. Um, <laughs> Uh, Preach I mean, to the choir. Yeah, choir it's just like and that's so loud right now. <laughs> and I think that's what we have to have checks, is especially as guys, is like we say we want to do X, or we say we want better relationship with our kids, or we want a pay raise at work, or like what are you willing? I tell my my wife and I talk about this all the time. What are we willing to sacrifice? What because everything is a sacrifice. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is, right? Because you know, because we're talking about innovation, for example, and we're like we really want to hit hard all these things. She's like, but our kids. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we necessarily don't be good parents, but everything requires sacrifice, Mm. right? It's going to maybe require 20 minutes less here to do 20 minutes over here, or we're going to have to take away from something else to put into here. You know what I mean? It's like, we could still have the balance. Yeah. It's Mm. like everything is a sacrifice. And one thing I also heard one time is like, everybody's like, oh, work life balance, work life balance. Is somebody at church actually said this? They're like, that doesn't exist. There's just right. seasons. There's yeah. seasons where things are, and it's, again, it's about priorities. There's no, there's no such thing as where it's like, what is, what is the season that you're in? Because, right. I mean, we know some crazy business people where they're just like, just like, how do you, how do you have time? It's like, no, it's like, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up to achieve a dream, a goal, or whatever? Um, anyways, so... <laughs> Jordan, you make goals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're like, I'm going to do this. And the next day, you're like, oh. I'm like, not going to eat Wendy's today. Huh? Oh, yeah. Going to the drive through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I have a number four? <laughs> uh, no fries, though. <laughs> so, we're talking about all this. Where personally, so we're talking about New Year's, everything like that, right? We're like, like, we're beating ourselves up here. Where have you guys personally found success? Like whether it's the way you do goals or a vision or a mindset shift that you did. Um, personally, where have you think you have found success when trying to achieve the things you want to achieve? Big question. I'd have to have success first. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like whatever it is, what going on, I think taking it one day at a time, I think. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, because I've I've gotten into like trying to look up like how many days to take it. I feel like it's either 21 or 66 to create a new habit. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's differentiating. (laughs) I feel like I've heard 21 to like, to like actually have it form, but then 66 for it to really set in mm. something like that. But try to go like day by day mm. doing this and knowing like this is a challenge. And so it's not like, okay, I'm just going to go and we're Give just great. Yeah. I'm like, no, day one. <laughs> How is this going to go? If, I, mm. if I've done day one, okay, great. But I'm not going to celebrate it like, oh yeah. And then end up winding back at square one. I've actually heard <laughs> some guy was talking about that. It's like, we get so obsessed with the end goal, right? Where we're trying to get that dopamine hit. Or we're tr- what was going on? It's, it's, it was Alex Ramosi who talked about this again, but 
people, or no, I'm sorry, not Alex Hermosi. Um, maybe Alex Hermosi, but there's also a, a, a neurologist on YouTube that I've been watching from time to time. Huberman? Anyways, um, but they were talking about goals and they were saying that people are so, obs so obsessed with the goal and the dopamine hit they get when they achieve the goal instead of the process and seeing the process as the dopamine hit, right? Because it's because he talks a lot about dopamine and mm -hmm. how it affects us and all that. Um, but it's that piece. Um, and, but it's like what you're saying. It's like, keep going. Sorry, it's the yeah. day by day. And, yeah, it's like, and, and not celebrate. Like you can have celebratory moments, I feel like after yeah. a while, but not getting caught into it to where it leads you back to whatever, to where then you feel like, oh, I'm good. Can, I'm good. I can mm. kind of ease off. I can mm -hmm. take my foot off the pedal and things are still good or just go on autopilot for a little bit. Like, no, it's almost like, okay, great. Awesome. 25 days straight of whatever, mm. like it is that you're now sending in. And it's like, okay, cool. But now like we're still going and to the point, eventually it will become normal, I think, because again, you're setting a new habit, you're setting a new, like, yeah, trend in a new groove in, in like in your brain and in your system. But I feel like it's very important to kind of just like, okay, it's like taking it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. It's like it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. I feel like I hear that a lot where yep. it's like, some, I think people try to do things too fast and be like, because they're trying to see that result. Like you said, like, I want to see that, but like, it's the consistency of just doing the new thing and just, yeah. All right. It, it's going to, you know, take your time. There's no shortcuts in what you're trying to that's do. What's, that's what's yeah. funny. Is like, we're so obsessed with the shortcut, especially right. nowadays. What's the yeah. easy way to do? How can I become a millionaire with the least amount of time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the least amount of work? How, how can I do that? <laughs> Yeah, I think what's I uh I think back to uh you know like I don't want to say, like the MLMs right different mm -hmm. MLMs that we all have seen and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I remember my wife was in one time and I would tell her because I had done a f I tried to do a few MLMs and what I realized is this is no different than a normal business. It takes just as much work, just as much dedication, mm -hmm. just like there truly is no get rich. Yes, it does happen occasionally. You make an app or whatever. But there was still some sort of work generally that goes into this thing that the people get rich off of, right? Whether it's a video game or whatever, you know, everybody downloaded this one app. Um, that's one thing I've really struggled with is consistency, right? And one thing I realized really bad is I have very bad discipline. And it's like, how do you get better discipline? Again, just, just, just do, do it. it. I'm like, yeah. I, I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't want that answer. Like, <laughs> how do I get better? Will you just do it? Ah, that's terrible. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a pill somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> what about you, Ben? In terms of? Just goals, success, goals? whatever. Whatever you want to say. Mean, I, like, I, I think the, the, the micro goals are really cool. You, your micro goal should lead to a larger goal. Sure, the steps. And yeah, and it's okay to celebrate when you've hit, you know, milestones. So have milestones in your goal. Mm. Um, but yeah, other than that, don't like. I think that's the best way to achieve what you're trying to achieve. For one, have a goal, and two, break it down into its components. Yeah. So when you're, cause you. Uh... So for a little bit of context, Ben helped with a business ministry for a couple of years. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, you still are involved. I know you're taking a small break. But you helped a lot of people with goals. Yeah. What did you see some of the biggest pitfalls and or successes in that? Is that kind of what you're, is it along the lines yeah, of what you're saying? It's, it's, it's hard to, the hardest part is defining the goal. <laughs> Mm. I think, right? Like, like it's, true, like truly yeah, defining. Like, sure. I mean, every, everyone's like, well, I, I mean, I, I want to accomplish this. Okay. But how do you accomplish that? Mm. And it's like goals have to be measurable and you know, smart goals. I forget the, the whole acronym. Um, what is it? Uh, what's the, what does it stand for? Smart? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I forget. I'm sure you told me it's something. Yeah, it's it's measurable, attainable, has to have a timeline to it. Sure. Um, and it has to be repeatable. Oh, right? yeah. There you go. And so, you got the yeah. mark. <laughs> yeah. You got the mark. Uh, <laughs> okay, I gotta go back and look it up now. Uh, but yeah, so That's you've good. gotta you've gotta make sure that it's it's okay to have a grandiose idea and a goal, but you you've got to spend the time to break that down into into its components that you can measure and you can set timelines to. Yeah. Um, and you, it's okay to fail. That's fine. Don't beat yourself up and and don't over celebrate and you know and go into a, a lurch. Right. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just staying focused on it. What's interesting? I was thinking about this as you were talking. Is the whole, I don't know why, I don't know if it's a society or what is a generation, we've become afraid to fail. We talked about this in different episodes. Um, and I know for me, that's something I've been working through over the past few years. It's like, it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. Like you have to fail. Like it's actually important to fail. Yeah. Right. You don't really learn anything if you don't fail. Um, and my wife and I were talking about this a lot too, is because uh, she has sometimes, um, she doesn't want to pick up new skills because she's she's good at being, uh, she's used to being good at things. I'm like, well, we have to fail, right? We talk, we, we've been talking a lot about failure and like teaching your kids and all these things. And it's like, I don't know where I got on this thing. It's like, well, I can't fail. Or I was afraid to fail for whatever right. reason. It's like a confidence thing. So I think it's because it, like, I feel like school has a very... <laughs> mm, interesting. I think... Yeah. I'm, wow, taking the school system. I don't know. <laughs> but like, Do it. I don't know. I feel Take like... I think that drills in your brain like if you fail like you have to repeat like it's almost like mm-hmm. very embarrassing probably a connection there yeah yeah like where like if you sure you got a bad grade yeah it's not good sure. but like luck hopefully there's another test or an assignment that can yeah. improve to help you get back and that's fine but if, like we become so obsessed with not failing yeah sure, and sure, so sure, it's sure. like one of those things where i feel like Ooh, i think you, you're honest on here yeah I, like i feel like one of those things where for me was like i don't want to fail and repeat a year mm-hmm. like you know what totally. I mean? because then i don't want to be super dumb or all these things sure. yeah like i don't want to feel like okay now like i'm just stupid and i can't keep up with anybody or i like i just wasn't good at all these like different things because i'm like if i fail how am i going to explain this to my parents <laughs> how am i like when i go back to school the following year i know all my friends are now the grade that I'm supposed to be and yeah, I'm yeah. stuck here, how does that affect my self-esteem? Mm-hmm. Everything just, and at that time in your life, I feel like everything is ramped to 100 mm. when when in the reality and the scope, they were never that <laughs> big of a deal. Like you think well, of high school, like really wasn't, yeah. everything in life that was like, oh, relationships, school, grades, mm-hmm. your future, everything was like so on 10 and it was like. And it really isn't. 
Yeah, like you, yeah. like you have to do, like, or else your whole life is like over. Totally. And so, and then when you get out of it, you're like, oh, that wasn't really a big deal. But I feel like that link to failure is, I at least for me, I felt like it was probably stemmed through school and being like, if I fail, mm-hmm. like, life is oh, like, how can I go on if if I like I don't do like like senior year, I I can't fail. Like this, like I don't want to do this. That's actually, another year. actually a very good point. Where a lot of us, I mean, we all grew up in the school system to some degree, right? And, so. and, that, and that was always a huge thing. Like you don't want to repeat something. You don't like now you're off track <laughs> to your future or goal. Yeah, yeah. So where now mm-hmm. when you're in the real world, it's like I can't fail. But then it's it's one of those things where now it's like, well, I'm just gonna do what I'm good at, or get a job where I'm comfortable do all the things or like you had all the big dreams and maybe you took a chance. Maybe you yeah. went out there and life kind of hit you in the face a little bit and maybe you fell on your face big time and you failed. You're like, well, dang, like I don't ever want to feel that mm. ever again. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, maybe that was too big of a dream. Maybe that was too big of a goal that I was trying to hit. And maybe I should have, hit something smaller and then you start going to, into things that you're more comfortable with and yeah, then yeah. you then you're afraid to try because then it's just like well it's like because trying something new you're there's a possibility that you're gonna fail at some point mm. and you're like well i don't really want to do that i don't have the time to do that now you're again you're stuck in a groove and a rotation to where like again like i feel like even with me i'm like sometimes i'm like i have trouble dreaming and having vision because i'm like well, what if this doesn't work out? Mm. But what if it does? Mm-hmm. Yep. You yeah, know what I mean? Thing, and that's yeah. something that I'm like, totally like going through my mind. And I'm like, well, why didn't I have the courage to even just start certain things and do certain things? I'm there. I'm there at 37. So. Like, you know, like, and, yeah, and so yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. like one of those huge because, oh, I was afraid that if it didn't work out on my face or if I wasn't or what if I don't keep this up? That's the whole thing. It's like, it's the consistency. What if I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can start something great, but what if I don't keep it up and keep going at it Yeah. when I'm not seeing the results I want to see or it becomes too hard or too complicated? Well, okay, I guess it's just not working out or it just wasn't meant for me or meant to be. And I do something else that I really don't want to do, but I'm doing it because... It's, I need to. Yeah, I have that's to. funny that you say all that because that's personally exactly where I'm at in my life. I have a good job. I get paid well, all these things. Um, but for so long, I've had all these different ideas with these different things. And I'm tired. I think the point that I'm coming to is I'm going to be 38 this next year. Um, is I'm tired of fulfilling or chasing someone else's dream. Mm-hmm. I want to take a chance, right? At least yeah. once, yeah. right? It's like, because that's, I, this is a whole, whole regret thing. It's like, you don't want to get to the end of your life. I'm like, well, I could have taken a chance here. Or I could have done this or, you know, or I could have been the best here or, because again, I, that's not for everybody and that's totally okay. But whatever it is for you, like maybe it's to be the best in your company or be the best dad or whatever it is. Um, that's exactly where I'm at. It's like, I keep having these ideas like, oh, I could do this. I could do this. And I don't do it. And I'm like, it, I'm missing something here. You know like, what my fear is? My fear is like getting to heaven and then like walking with God throughout like my life. And then like 
seeing like all the different things I could have stepped into, all the things I could have done. Right. And then like I didn't do it. And then seeing like, oh, so many lives could have been changed by just you stepping out and doing this thing. But you didn't uh, do it, deep. yeah. Or you didn't preach the gospel here, or whatever. Or yeah. like, that, and like, just in the words of like, oh, this idea, this like gift that you have to do X, Y, and Z, had you really gone mm. through Woo. this kind of then, or like seeing, all, or seeing like all <laughs> mm-hmm. the different, things. like I have this vision of like me like walking with God in heaven and just seeing. I think someone preached this years ago that gave me this like kind of picture of like walking through heaven and seeing all these different things have locks and chains or mm. all these different doors that I can't get into. Mm. And me being like, why can't I step into this? Because you didn't step into it out there. Like while you yeah. were, while you were living, these are all the doors that you just didn't walk through or didn't open. Mm-hmm. And behind it is all the different things that you could have done to like, you're here and it's great. And it's awesome. You did some great things. Cool. Like, love it, you know, did have a great life. But there was so much more that you could have stepped into, you could have dived into, but you didn't. And so I can't unlock these things for you. Yeah. These these are just, these are here. Like, they could have been unlocked here, but they're not. Yeah. So that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Like, going there and being like, there's so many doors that remain closed, so many things that are locked and chained that I don't have access to because I didn't step into it yep. when I could have, yep. you know? Yeah. And that that's like one of those things where I like, I don't want to get to a certain age and be like, oh, I should have done this. I should I could have done this, mm-hmm. but I didn't step out because mm-hmm. I was afraid of, of failing or trying something and it possibly not working out or causing like, or requiring some type of sacrifice that was probably too big in my mind to take at that time. Yeah. So it's... He was talking about it. I remembered the... I don't know if you've ever played it when, when you were younger, Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, where like you get to a door but you can't really open it because you forgot to open a door way back there somewhere. So you yeah, got to yeah, yeah. go back and, and do all of that. So it, it, it's like gamifying the whole thing. Right? It, mm. Like so... Like I've been it. doing Duolingo, all right. What's Duolingo? And it's where you learn lo- another language. language. Oh, okay. Duh. Uh, and it it. You already mo- know like four. You want to know? Well, yeah, I'm just well, I've never learned Hindi, so I'm like learning Hindi <laughs> yeah, there, right? And it's like there's streaks. You know, like you know, you gamify things where it's just like now you've got streaks and you feel like shit if you miss a streak. Mm. I've got like 172 day streak going. I'm like, okay, I don't want to miss that. So like, yeah. I gotta go. Like last night, I got home at like 10:30 and I was like, oh, babe, I gotta go sit down and do my Duolingo because I'm gonna lose my streak, right? <laughs> but it just motivates you. And then like, sure. it, there's all these levels, and and you're like, when you get to a level, you get a badge and. Uh, like they're so accomplished. Yeah, there's you, like, like these these little, little hit, goals, right? Yeah. And so that's how that's how successful apps do it. That's how you know successful games do it. They they keep you in it. So yeah. why not do that for goals you have? Gamify it, like break it into its components. And anytime you hit a milestone, go celebrate. Buy yourself a, a Nike or whatever you want to buy, yeah. right? And and it's a reminder that you met your goals. Like reward reward yourself for hitting your milestones. Mm-hmm. Don't reward yourself randomly, uh, but then also have consequences where like 
uh, uh, Alex was when when Alex talks about it in, in Pathfinders, he's like the consequences are like he he would donate money to a political party that he doesn't like support. he doesn't yeah. really like like that, he abhors. Yeah, that right? that and was so, one thing I remember that. <laughs> That was one thing I haven't heard before is the consequence yeah. piece. Yeah. Like I've heard some of the other stuff before, but I'm like, huh. So when I don't do this, I got to do something I really don't want to do. Sure, yes. sure, sure, sure. Right. Yeah. And so. I had to go eat a salad or something. Y- yeah. Like <laughs> you've, you've got the consequence has to be something that yeah. you absolutely don't want to do that you hate that you would feel miserable doing. Or like. Mm. Yeah. You like. That's good. Or like it's last resort. Like if you yeah. don't do this now. Right. Kiss your life goodbye, almost. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I uh, I think setting goals is a good thing, but you've got to just not a random goal of uh, okay, I need to lose weight. Okay, that's that's great. So yeah. smart goals are specific, there it is. measurable, uh, achievable, repeatable. Uh, re- uh, no, uh, relevant. Relevant. Oh, okay. relevant and time bound. Uh, and so that those are what you need to do with your ultimate goal. Take them and break it down into its components that are specific, measurable, achievable, uh, time bound. And so when you hit that mark, go celebrate. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Look up smart goals, everybody. How to do smart goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's just crazy to think about, um, with all of this, like just how convicted I am. I'm like, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go punch a line in the face when I'm done with this. Um, but yeah, I think my biggest takeaway, the biggest things that I've learned is kind of a, a accumulation of what everything is saying. It's like, don't be afraid to fail. And don't look at it as failure as like, it's the end of the world. Oh my God. Or I'm going to lose something. Right. Because I think you, what you said there, the school system. Oh my gosh, we could talk about that in a long time but such an ingrained young it is, thing yeah. to where like you, now you're an adult and you're like oh certain things weren't a big deal I didn't really have to learn it. but there's certain the more concrete things that you're not even really thinking about have probably been so ingrained so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. brain so heavy that like it affects everything you do now yeah um, <laughs> but that was that was the big thing is like not being afraid to fail being okay with starting over again um, and then really doing some soul searching and realizing Am I willing to make the sacrifice or priority changes to do this? And if I am, mm-hmm. how do I do it? Because like you said, like so often we're like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do this. And they're very lofty ideas and goals, but we never actually put a plan in. Um, and that was something, what's interesting is I actually think it's a skill we should teach our young people. Yes. Right? Because I, I mm-hmm. never learned that. You Because you could just kind of, what's funny is we become so used to just kind of floating through life. Like, okay, well, I need a job, so I'm going to get a job. Or I'm going to do this. Or maybe, you know, you do happen to have a kid or you get married or whatever, which is all great. But then we just kind of float with without intention. And that was the that was the big word for my wife and I this year. Is was like, we want to have a year of intention. Mm. Everything we do, we want it to have intention. We're building relationship. Are we doing this? Are mm-hmm. we working towards a goal? Or whatever we're doing. And that was one of the reasons why I started the year off with having no social media, no YouTube or anything is because it sucks away your intention. Because in for the next hour, my intention is to watch reels and I've accomplished dick. Like, <laughs> right. or set, look, okay, I'm going to watch reels for 10 minutes and then I'm going to go do whatever I'm going to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So 
Um, anyways. Yeah. Or encouraging young people to like whatever they're inspired to do or passionate or like feel drawn to like mm-hmm. doing life, whatever way they can start it to do it. Yeah. And just kind of go because I feel like sometimes you hear like, oh, you know, you're not old enough or you're too young to yeah. get into certain things. And then you wait <laughs> and be like, oh, I can't wait till like I'm 18 or 21. And like now mm-hmm. I can start doing the things I want to do. But then you're like, well, wait a minute. No, now you have responsibilities. Please start getting responsibilities, yes. To like, yeah. okay, now you, you know, you got to take care of yourself or you know, then you start prioritizing, okay, what's more important? Okay, I got to keep the lights on. I got to make sure I'm fed. I got to make sure I got a place to sleep. And then all of a sudden, all the things that you've probably wanted to do in life, you know, mm-hmm. the time that you, like. And where it do does you, become harder. Where where do you find, it becomes harder and harder to do the things that you want to do to see the things you want to see. And it's like, well, if you have, in the time where you don't necessarily have full-on responsibilities to do it, I feel like it's sometimes the best times. You know, and I feel like, oh my gosh, am I going to get at some parents? I don't know. But like, <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Like, maybe sometimes I feel like you kids are, like, we will have dreams of doing certain things. And because they don't feel supported by mm-hmm. their foundation yeah. at home, whatever it may be, it's like, well, then maybe they're right. I'm probably not going to do the things that I want to do or see any success from it. So... I'm going to give that up or I'm going to settle into what they want to do or this will make them happy and this is fine. And then it, it like puts them on the path to when they're <laughs> in like like middle age or going through a midlife crisis to like full of regret of like, I can't stand mm-hmm. their hands because man, if I then like think about like when they have kids, it's like they're the same way or you find out it's the weirdest thing where it's, um, the repeated effect of someone has like a kid has a dream to do something great or to or a goal to I don't know whatever it is that they want to do to go and do it and the parents are so against it and then you find out the real reason that they're against it is because they, they had, had their own regrets they had the, mm-hmm. they had a similar dream that was shut down oh wow mm-hmm. <laughs> that they couldn't achieve or they went out and they took a chance and it failed miserably for them and they don't want to see the same thing happen mm. so they're trying to protect them in well, their mind and what's crazy is most entrepreneurs <laughs> yeah. have multiple failed businesses before mm. they got a successful one mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no that's I, yeah i think we sh- we end the show there like because that's what i was going to say anthony is on the same vein is if i've learned anything over my years is nothing is impossible because there's always someone who said something was impossible or everybody told them was impossible and then someone changed it or broke the record mm-hmm. or whatever, right? It happens all the time. It's like, oh, that's never going to happen. And it's like, we, by, as humans, by now, we should know that nothing truly is impossible. And it's, um, if you take anything away from this episode, feel inspired that you can make a change. You just have to want to truly do it. Um, there's so many more resources out there. Obviously, this has just been a random conversation, so... Um, I mean, if you feel like a failure, just take a look at Kevin McCarthy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> guys are getting owned. It's like yeah. 14 tries and he's still failing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that's it. That's, yeah. it. that's all we got. We're beat up. We're going to go lick our wounds. We out. <laughs>